So today I have a very simple message for you. So simple, in fact, that it's actually called simplicity. My message this morning revolves around one truth. And this truth is the following. It is that following Jesus is simple. The other night I was going for a walk with my daughter and it was uh, it was getting pretty dark and we were just walking down the footpath and, and down the side of the road and, and yeah, we went for a walk. It was, it was just a short one. Um, and we were having these lovely three-year-old conversations as you do with your toddler. And uh, probably the best part of the conversation was when we were on our way home. And as we were walking home, she was trying to pick which house was ours. She had no idea which house was ours because it was dark. She might have known in the daylight. But, um, but yeah, she had no idea which one was ours. And she was just walking down this pathway. And she was like, is that our house? No. 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 What about that one? Is that our house? Well, yes, it is actually. And she goes, oh, I knew it. I knew that was our house. It was really, really cute. The reality is that she was overcomplicating it. She was overcomplicating something that was actually quite simple. She is walking with her father. Her father is leading her home. She has no idea where she is, but she knows her father is leading her home. Really, that's something simple that she could just have hung on to, but instead she was trying to plot where on the journey she was which I think is really natural. So often, this is us to a T with our relationship with Jesus. Jesus is leading us into a future with him, a future where we don't just get to live in his kingdom after death, but we also actually get to be part of bringing his kingdom down to earth and making his kingdom a reality on earth. But oh, how we complicate things. It's very easy for us to make it complicated, but at its core, a relationship with Jesus is, by its very nature, actually quite simple. One of the simplest things we will ever undertake. Think about it. What is required for a relationship with Jesus? All that is required for us is to ask Jesus into our lives and accept what he has done for us. The book of Romans says, if you proclaim that Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. And believe it in your heart, you will be saved. So we know that at the very least, the very start of a relationship with Jesus is simple. But what about the last part? Is it difficult when we die to get into heaven? Nope, it's actually quite easy. Same requirement. All that's required is that we have accepted Jesus into our heart and that we have accepted him as Lord. That's it. It doesn't matter if a person has rejected God for their whole life up until that point. God is a very generous God and it doesn't matter if you have lived with him for decades or for a minute. Everyone has the same access to heaven if they accept Jesus as Lord. Jesus speaks about this in the parable of the workers in the field. Some of them are hired at the beginning of the day and many more towards the end of the day. And at the end of the day, they all receive the same pay, which is what was agreed upon from the start. So getting into a relationship with Jesus is simple. Getting into heaven at the end of our lives is simple. But what about the in-between? Getting in to heaven and, and entering into a relationship with Jesus 
is simple if we are right with him and we're making sure that we are right with Jesus. But the in-between, that's where things start to get a little bit more complicated because there are all of these things that we have to deal with. We have to life, and lifing is hard. But we make it a lot more complicated than it has to be, I think. As we live our lives, things happen. We get hurt. We have stresses. We have things that weigh heavily on our minds. We have priorities and responsibilities, and all of these things are normal and aren't going anywhere necessarily. But we think about these things and how hard life is, and then we look at that place in the Bible where Jesus says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Well, that doesn't seem to quite make sense now, does it? Because we accept Jesus and things just get harder. There are all of these things that I can't do now. Some of them I might have actually quite enjoyed. Some of them I will miss. Some of them I will be tempted to do again. I have to behave myself now, and there are all of these rules that I have to follow, and it's also complicated to tie that into my life. And that is absolutely true. It's insanely complicated to tie all of that in with our lives. But that's not what we were ever meant to do. We aren't meant to tie Jesus in with our lives. Jesus is meant to be our lives. You see... When we get this right, none of those things go away, but they do get simpler. If Jesus is our life, suddenly things get much simpler than they were before. If they are complicated, then there is something I think we're missing, because Jesus made it pretty clear that it's meant to be simple. Matthew chapter 22, verse 36 to 40 in the NIV says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. One man asked Jesus, what's the greatest commandment? It's pretty well accepted that, um, that he was trying to trip Jesus up when he asked this question. He asked Jesus what the greatest commandment was out of 613 commandments. Jesus says, in response, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And also love your neighbor as yourself. He then says something mind-blowing. All of the commands from God are based on these two commandments. In other words, get these right and everything falls into place behind it. At one stage in the Bible, Jesus has an encounter with some priests who are really angry with him for healing someone on their holy day, on the Sabbath, because that's considered work. When Jesus heals someone, it's considered work, apparently. And Jesus' response essentially is, I think you've completely missed the point. As we live our lives, we make things more complicated than they need to be. I want you to imagine a spider's web. For a second. Imagine a well constructed spider's web. Now, I know it differs from spider to spider, and you've got different types of spiders, and some are more creepy than the others. But what's at the center of a normal, everyday spider's web? A well made spider's web. A single point. 
The center of a spider's web is a single point where all of the main strands come together. Now I want you to imagine a spider's web that is built with, instead of a single main point, lots of central points, and they're all interconnected, and, and the, more, the more points there are, the more webs there are, and strands, and it's a complicated mess. We see these webs all the time, they're usually the ones that have collapsed. The more points there are, the more strands there are, and the more strands there are, the heavier the web and the web can only hold so much weight. The web is designed to do what when something flies into it? It's meant to catch it. What happens if the web is too heavy when something flies into it? The web will break and be ruined. You see, our life is like a spider's web. A life that has a single point at the centre has so much more strength than a life that has many points. Jesus has been, is, and always will be meant to be that single point. But when we slap so many other things onto it, we make it more complicated than it needs to be. We slap so many other things onto it that we make so many other things central to our lives and we cease to be based on a single point and instead of being simple in design, and efficient in function, our lives become a tangled mess. And when something comes against us, we don't function the way that we are meant to because we are weighed down by all of this baggage. Jesus was not speaking metaphorically when he said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He meant that. What are some of the things that weigh us down? Politics, pride, offence priorities in some cases depending on what they are judgment expectations sometimes some of these things can be good but not when they are central and we are building large portions of our lives off of them our life is meant to be with jesus our life was never meant to be with our baggage we aren't meant to tie jesus in with our lives we're meant to build our lives on him once he is in the centre, we can tie everything else to him. And everything else becomes influenced by our life with him. We're meant to pursue Jesus in everything that we do. And when we genuinely do that, when we make our lives right with Jesus, we make him the centre. When we genuinely do that, things become a whole lot simpler. Because we can apply a Jesus filter to it, and it usually becomes pretty clear pretty fast what is right and what is wrong. I'll tell you something funny, and I hear this all the time, and it's probably a, probably a pretty legitimate criticism. Um, but people say this to me all the time. They say, Joel, you are such a black and white person. There are heaps of grey areas in life. My response is that there is no such thing as a grey area. There is always right and wrong. Whenever we think there is a grey area, there isn't, we just think there is, because we have an inability to distinguish between right and wrong in that situation. But Jesus always knows what is right and what is wrong. And making the right choices becomes infinitely simpler when we bring that decision to him. When we focus, and when our focus is on Jesus, 
we don't have to make doing the right thing our focus because doing the right thing is a byproduct of our relationship with Jesus. It has nothing to do with abdicating responsibility for our actions and everything to do with seizing hold of our responsibility. When we make Jesus the centre of our lives, when something is out of place, Jesus works together with us to change it. But this can't happen when we are refusing to make Jesus the centre. For Jessica and I, we kind of feel like our spider's web has been shaking for a while. To say it's been a wild ride would be an understatement. And then we come to a year like 2020, and God's like, you're going to want to hang on for this one. If there's one thing I know from this year already, it's that we can only make it through by making Jesus the centre. A wise man builds his house upon the rock, and he is our rock. Make it simple. Make Jesus the centre. Let everything else become secondary. Everything else, everything else can't be ignored. We aren't meant to live in blissful ignorance, but we are meant to be transformed. Make it simple. Jesus is our rock. I'm going to leave you with a simple passage. It's a well-known one, but nonetheless, it is definitely a message for us in this time. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then verse 9 to 21. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honour one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervour serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heat burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. We are living in a rough season. And that manifests itself for people in different ways. But we can't go wrong by making Jesus the centre of our lives. Don't tie him into your lives. Tie your lives to him. Let him steer your ship. Trust in God to good and dwell in safety in the land. Delight yourself in God alone and he will give to you the desires of your heart. Psalm 37.